M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is Emsolation. All right, well, we're putting out a mini pod special. Welcome to the mini pod because we needed to discuss what happened on MasterChef on Sunday night, last night. So you're getting a special Monday afternoon edition. Michael comes straight in. I cried four times during MasterChef last night. Can I predict what they were? Yeah, well, two of them were during ads. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's a bit mosh. Lockdown it's hitting hard at the second time somehow. Oh, go and guess, guess. Oh, well, I mean, it would be the apple curler generous helping yes. moment, but uh, that's become conflicted now. We'll talk about that soon. And then obviously, I mean, Reynolds, Reynolds breakdown. Oh, Reynolds, finally. Okay, so obviously, let's go back, let's go back. Reynolds left. The, the, one of the favourites left last night, the MasterChef kitchen, in very emotional circumstances in which we finally saw the tough alloy facade of the Reynold bot break <laughs> open to reveal this beautiful inner son of an immigrant trying to do well in Australia, trying to make his parents proud and, oh, what a moment. What a moment. How are you feeling about Reynold leaving? Are you okay? Oh, no, disappointed. I mean, but having said that, you know, I'm I'm fully, I love Amelia and Laura and I'm obviously very happy for them, but no, it was devastating. It was devastating because those tears, it went beyond your glassy-eyed kind oh. of, um, oh, this has been a wonderful experience. It was real <laughs> devastation. It was real. I've staked my sense of self mm. on getting this, winning this competition and I've failed. I've let myself down. He was devastated. And so mm. I know I, I left shaken, shaken. But also it was like he'd been holding his breath for 12 weeks. Do you know what mm. I mean? It's like he'd been standing up straight and hadn't hunched over once. It's, and finally he just let his posture went. Everything went. It was a very physical release oh, for him. Turns around, collapses onto the oh. stainless steel cooking bench. I mean, we've all been and there, then, but it generally only oh. happens a couple of times a year. <laughs> and you know when you need support from the bench, you're really having a breakdown. A lot of mothers listening will understand the needing, requiring bench support for a real cry. But also because of the COVID restrictions, because of, you know, they have to be adhering to very strict guidelines, no one could give him a hug. So, like, Melissa and Laura were just there, just just with burning desires to embrace. Well, or, see, there's a little bit of conspiracy theory because at one point they cut to a sort of front-on yes. shot. I mean, obviously they wanted to get – and someone was thinking, did Laura step forward and put her hand on his back? And then afterwards they're like, Laura, step back. We've got to snip that out. Did that <laughs> oh, happen? Oh, definitely. There was a producer there going, get back off camera. Like just – there was wild gesticulation. I can imagine it. No, I could see it in my mind. That was she's a, she's a woman. She's about 50. <laughs> If I was a producer in that moment, I would have said, Reynolds, why don't we let you go into the pantry? We'll shut the door. We've got a few cameras in there. You just go in there and grieve the way you want. Because I would have been up for Reynolds having an emotional breakdown fueled with some anger in a very well-stocked pantry. Yeah. Like, like Jodie Foster's panic room, but more emotional. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so they had to make... 
Martin Benz toffee apple dessert, which he's been developing for a decade like a crazy scientist. And he has perfected it finally after a decade of working on it in lockdown, Mm. which I love. It had 10 components and they had three hours and 45 minutes to make it happen. And straight away, Laura's in a bit of trouble because she couldn't peel the friggin' apple. So Mm. (laughs) this is where the controversy lies. Laura could not peel the apple, which is crucial. Some would argue the most important thing is making sure the apple is peeled because basically it was a deconstructed toffee apple and that the apple was rolled out like pasta. Ironic, she couldn't make pasta out of an apple. And (laughs) then they had to kind of re-swirl it around and then cook it and it was all sorts of scientific things going on. It was the pressure test equivalent of falling off the starting block. That's what it was. She just couldn't get past stage one. It was all over for Laura, it seemed, until... Until her very generous competitors, Amelia, her BFF in the competition, came over and told her what to do. And Reynolds also, to a lesser extent, provided some assistance. Look, I have to... I read Reynolds' one a bit different. Everyone was saying how lovely of them both to help. I saw it as Amelia went to help, and then Reynolds was like, oh, it's going to look bad if Amelia's helping. And so he just did a bit of a, you right there, Laura? You, you right? You, uh, that's all I got. Did he do anything else? No. Didn't he just do a little bit of a... Are you okay? You okay? No, he did tell her to go very fast. <laughs> oh, good. Although that's essential. Yeah. He said, spin it fast, spin it fast, spin it fast. Like that was, I thought that was helpful. Okay, but sure. But no, Amelia definitely helped more. She, she did it, didn't she? She put it on the stick and everything. Yeah. And at the time I was sobbing. I was like, oh, oh me too. People, this is the kindest thing I've ever seen ever. And oh my goodness, this is amazing. And then I'd kind of let it go. And then as I was laying in bed, it did occur to me, did that alter the outcome? Of the competition. I reckon you can say yes. I reckon you can say if it wasn't for that, she did not look like she was going to get that apple at all. And if it wasn't for that, Reynolds would probably be in the final. I think that is the... That's the measure of it. Having said that, it was such a beautiful moment. I It was what I needed. So I don't... I certainly don't begrudge anyone for that (laughs) moment. I too cried. It was also crying just seeing Laura, that look of hopelessness of I fucked it, I fucked it, I fucked it, and then watching someone come in. Mm. Oh, it's what we all need. Mm. 2020 just needs Amelia to come and show us how to shave an apple with patience and a blinding fluorescent (laughs) crimson lip. That didn't move even when she put her head in an oven. They were building leaves in ovens and that lipstick remained steadfast. It was just, it reminded me back in the days and anyone here over the age of 35 remember poppy lipstick? Mm. And poppy lipstick was very expensive, Michael. And we all back in the day, remember we all used to wear that wine coloured, like really dark oxblood that was Poppy mm. and she was Australian and the lipsticks were like something like 30 bucks a tube and before that we were buying like Australis for like 2.95 or stealing them from the front of Dolly mm. magazines. But, yeah, she must be wearing some kind of – I need to know the brand of that red lipstick. That's, that's, that's the biggest thing to come out of MasterChef for me. <laughs> oh, whoever developed that red lipstick can, can, is so effective and can withstand it. I'm, I'm, that whole team of lipstick developers should be put on finding vaccine for the pandemic because they have achieved some sort of scientific miracle there. It's got blasting heat. It's got all yep. sorts of things happening. just stays in place. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, look, this morning I have woken up and people are pissed. They're saying, like, the, the one I read that made me laugh, what a travesty, cheating is rewarded on MasterChef. The tweets coming through are just... Oh. 
I I kind of feel like it's because it's Laura though. I don't you think like I, f- I feel like because it's Laura, people are extra pissed. Well, off. yes, and I mean you know it is called a pressure test. It's a, a test, and the point of the test, in, in my understanding of a test, is that you don't if you <laughs> fail it, no one sweeps in and goes, "I'll show you what to do." Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> in my world, that's exactly what testing is. But. Having said that, I still, I still will like, come on, can we just have one unsullied bit of kindness? Yes, maybe if you look at it that way, it's corrupt, but I needed a cry. I got a cry. It's sisterhood. I know. Oh. It's really awful, but, but like people are right. Devastating episode tonight um, on MasterChef AU. For me, Reynolds is the most deserving. Oh, he's Twitter. Here we go. Just realised that if Amelia didn't help Laura, she'd still be there trying to figure out how to ribbon an apple. Lol at everyone saying I'm sexist for being pissed that Reynold had to go. If we go by merit, Reynold blows it out of the water. Oh, brutal. (laughs) Brutal. If that was a race, the person distracting and spooking other competitors by having a tantrum about peeling apples would be disqualified. (gasps) You can't help each other during exams. (laughs) Are they accusing Laura of deliberately not being able to spiral an apple? I've also got problems with that analogy. I can't remember the time a running race someone broke down mid on the track. I can't peel this apple. (laughs) And if they did, I think they'd just be ignored. This person, I'm not going to watch MasterChef tomorrow. Oh, wow. I bet you a million dollars they do. (laughs) I call bullshit. If there is one thing I have learned in my... 10 years working in TV is that if someone tweets, I'm not going to watch this again, you fucking got them. You've got them. They are watching it for sure. They are so invested if they've written that. I, absolutely. I, look, I feel like it's okay. No foul. No harm, no foul. That no one forced the other contestants to help Laura. If I was in a similar situation, would I have helped? (laughs) I... I think I probably would have been so stressed out yeah. by my own doing the task. I would have, I mean, she must have been really seeming quite distressed. Having said that, I still think it was just an, it was an excellent move for Amelia. Because, I mean, maybe it makes Laura's ascension to the grand final a bit sort of suspect. But Amelia just looks like, fuck, she's so good. Not only so does she good. dominate herself, yeah. she can help other people. Now, I must ask you before we end the mini pod. Have you seen mm. the promo picture for tonight? The photo? Yeah. I I am aware of said <laughs> promo photo. I can only assume you are talking about Jock's attire. <laughs> and uh, and in fact, I don't I mean, for me, who wins or loses at this point, that's that's whatever. The main bombshell of the finale has been revealed mm-hmm. and it's that Jock is wearing a kilt. Mm-hmm. I, one would assume in the traditional Scottish way. I've certainly chosen to assume that. And that's certainly going to be my focus for the no doubt three-hour finale we're going to watch tonight. <laughs> well, is Jock wearing underwear or not? Time. Will, I mean, I could ask him. I could just message him and ask you that you say you wanted to know. Hey, Jock, Michael Don't Lucas. Don't you <laughs> dare. I love no. the cod pouch. The cod pouch is amazing that he's wearing. What do you suppose? Do you think that's where he's got his worry beads, his cod pouch? Is that what they're called? Cod pouches? Is that the right term? I don't know, but you said it so confidently. I, I, I'm, I feel in my bones that is perhaps not correct. Um, Wait, let me Google but, uh, cod pouch. Cod. Oh, I won't press images though. God knows what will come up. Cod. I'm doing a live Google. Cod pouch. Here we go. Ah. Ah. Okay, cod pouch is not. <laughs> oh, what a shock. Cod, cod pouch involves studs and a gag. Oh, oh God. 
Oh, no. You've set me down another mental pathway. And then underneath it, <laughs> cod with lemon, garlic and chives recipe. So that's nice. Yeah, I thought when I saw that picture of him in the kind of cropped, severe-shouldered, military-looking jacket with the kilt mm. and the cod piece, I was the mm. cod pouch. <laughs> I did think of you instantly and think, oh. If the season existed for no other reason, <laughs> it would still all be worth it. All right, so now you've got to call it. We're going to – obviously, we're going to kind of – Regroup tonight and record a little bit after we know who the winner is. So you'll hear that on our regular podcast tomorrow. But for the benefit mm. of those who have listened to us this afternoon on our mini pod, who's the winner? Amelia. Amelia. 100%. Me too. Me too. And I'm, I'm down with it. I'm happy. I like it. She stands in her power. She's, she's found her voice. Yeah. Yep. I'm there. Yep. I'm there. And it's also just refreshing that she hasn't had to like play that traditional thing of like going acting as though, oh, is it all been out? Like she's she's stood there and go, I'm I'm good and I'm getting better and I deserve to be here and I love her for it. Ah, oh, me too. Great. All right, Laura for I'm not Laura for <gasps> not Laura for the win. <laughs> Amelia for the win. We're in grids here. Uh thank you so much for joining me on the uh, emergency mini pod. We'll um now go do the other one. <laughs> Okay, bye everyone. Okay, bye.